Thanks to Audible for supporting The Instance. For a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial, go to audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500. This is Al Gore, and you're listening to The Instance. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. everybody welcome back to the instance this is episode 527 we are here to talk about world of warcraft on june 22nd 2018 i'm scott johnson joining me the now very regular and i mean in multiple ways garrett weinzerl hello <laughs> what the hell does that mean i don't know you're pooping on time that's what i mean that's good <laughs> nothing wrong with that be proud of it uh, embrace I it thank I got to thank the uh, lady from Halloween branded yogurt for that. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, really? Is that a thing? Uh, didn't Jamie Lee Curtis do a bunch of old people yogurt commercials? Uh, oh, old lady from Halloween. I got it. I thought that was the brand. The old lady from Halloween <laughs> brand yogurt. I, you know what? It's still weird to hear somebody referred to as uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as the old lady. It's funny. I don't usually think of her that way, except when I think of that commercial, because it's clearly aimed towards the elderly. Oh, yeah. They're going for, yeah, they're they're definitely going for a certain demographic. And it's been a long time since she was portrayed as a teenager in the classic John Carpenter film, Halloween. However, uh, <laughs> it's also fun that you bring her up because she's a huge World of Warcraft fan and will often show up at uh, BlizzCon Incognito as some sort of cosplayed out uh, dwarf, uh, dwarf or elf or something. I believe she was a troll last time. Yeah, I think that is correct. Who knows if she'll do it again? I think it was a lot of it was for her kids or for her son, I think. But uh, she seemed to enjoy it. I think she played herself. I mean, look, we can't all be Jamie Lee Curtis. Or can we? Anyway, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's good to be back. Uh, we're diving right in today. Plenty to talk about. We are hurtling toward the release of Battle for Azeroth. And as a result, there's lots to say. So let's say it. All right, everybody. They want everybody back in. If you have let your account lapse for some reason, if you are uh, no longer on the teat, as one might say. <laughs> Nobody's saying that, Scott. I'm, Only you are saying that. I'm afraid this entire episode is going to be me saying things I regret, but we'll see how it goes. I'm in one of the... I just <laughs> This have, is the pre-show, folks, in case you're wondering why this is coming up. I woke up this way. This is how I feel today. It's just going to be how it is. But um, anyway, they are doing a couple of things. Number one, a free weekend this weekend. So if you have an old account or you'd like to get in for the first time, which sounds crazy, this many years into World of Warcraft, you can do that. Uh, free weekend, all weekend. Taking a card out of the old uh, Overwatch bin and giving it a shot there. I don't remember the last time they had a free weekend for World of Warcraft, or maybe ever. It seems like maybe that's a rare thing. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to borrow uh, from my friend Kyle and bring the scandal, Scott, because I've got a question for you, and that question is why? Yeah. Why, Scott? Why? Why would they put out the first World of Warcraft Battleground in the history of Heroes of the Storm, and in that same weekend? Yeah. You want a free World of Warcraft? I don't know. It does feel a little bit like left hands not talking to the right, you know, a little bit. I mean, in terms of, you know, uh, messaging or uh, maybe they just know that Blizzard fans are going to go do what they want to do. You know, like the ones that are excited about that new map and that event in Heroes are just going to go do it. And everybody else who wants to do a free weekend, wow, is either already subscribed or they're going to do that anyway and they weren't going to play their MOBA. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I feel like there's a lot of that happening, and the more Blizzard puts out new games, the more this is a problem. Um, I noticed yesterday, not really a problem, but it's a thing. I noticed yesterday, looking at my Battle.net, that uh, I like to get kind of a quick cursory glance of who's playing what, right? Like, where is everybody right now? Where's the headspace? And when there's a new expansion for a, a Hearthstone, often all my friends end up in there for a couple of days, and it gets pretty thick in there. And Warcraft, when things are hot, that's they're all in there or whatever. But usually I can count on average weeks. I'll get in and my, my numbers are like World of Warcraft and Heroes of the Storm are the two that kind of have the most people in them. And yesterday I got in one of my friends in World of Warcraft, uh, three in Heroes, 
and like 25 people are all doing season 14 and Diablo 3. So Diablo 3, still a thing, it, it turns out. I, you we know? have very different friends list because I can't tell you the last time I saw a Diablo 3 icon on it. Now, it's StarCraft where I never see anyone. That's the silver moon of the launcher for me. Yeah, I still have a couple old StarCast buddies mm-hmm. that are just ride or die Wings, uh, not Wings of Liberty, StarCraft 2 fans. Yeah, and they and so they... I mean, you'll see them in there like they'll they'll be in there playing, or they work in the ladder. Like, what do you, what do they do in the in that game these days? Like, what do you do in StarCraft? What's happening? I would assume if you're still playing StarCraft, you're probably owning some fools on the ladder. Yeah, right. Like, uh, that, I, I mean, me when I get back in, I'm I'm playing co-op because I am just bad at that game. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because you the- were you were such a. I mean, first time I ever talked to you was for StarCast. And yeah. you were super into it uh, due to that show. And you were really into StarCraft. There was no question about that. But you've never felt like you were very good at StarCraft. I just think that's fascinating. Uh, yeah, you're, no, you're well, it's better true. Than me. I, I, don't, I, I, never, I don't even think I got out of gold. I think high gold was the best I ever did in the ladder on StarCraft. Yeah, you tried to get uh, diamond, but then you got high. Is that what you're saying? Got it? Mm, yeah. That, uh, guy plays in, <laughs> that guy plays in our city all the time, and I don't know why. Really? Yeah, Afro Man. Why? Plays in Sarasota. Why Sarasota? Is he from there or something? No. Oh. <laughs> Just got the right no fan point. base there, I guess. No, right? no one ever comes to Sarasota. So when when Afro Man shows up, you take note. Well, he has other. Does he have other songs, or is that the one? That's the only one I know of. I don't know any other songs. Uh, I'm told from friends that went that the answer is yes. Okay. But as as I have never seen Afro Man myself, I can't tell you if he has other songs. It'd be one of those concerts where he opens with that "Get High" song and and then closes with it. That's always the worst. Yeah, that is the worst. <laughs> you know you're dealing with a band with a very popular one song when that happens. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. the uh, the idea is a little bit weird. Uh, for Warcraft, anyway, <clears throat> the free weekend thing is a kind of a new concept. Now, if somebody can show me some some old examples of this that I just don't remember, which is entirely possible, that'd be great. Uh, pass them my way, but I think this might be a first. So this is an interesting tactic for them. Uh, get people riled up, get them excited for a thing. Come check out the game if you haven't been there for a while, that sort of stuff. Uh, also, they made specific mention that accounts will be activated in all regions, so that's everywhere. The EU here, uh, the what's the other uh, what's the what's the ocean oceanic? I was gonna say what's the one in the ocean? <laughs> I believe oceans in, in the name, Scott. <laughs> right. They have uh, they have eleven servers in the ocean, therefore it's called. Are you ready for this dad joke? Are you ready for it? Ocean's Eleven. Ooh, moving ooh. on. I've got. I'll. I'll. I'll do a uh, in-universe callback and say, "What's that guitar game called? Something Hero." Oh, that's a great one. She's the best. <laughs> I feel like playing her right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think this is cool. Uh, the only reason I'm I'm comparing it to to Heroes is that it's it's in universe this is like uh the same universe competing for itself whereas like when there's an overwatch event that's not really competing with any other game in, in blizzard when there's a diablo event it's not really competing with any other game mm-hmm. yeah no but, this, uh, is, this is tricky it's not like they're doing a starcraft event or doing a, a, a diablo event it's their first true warcraft tie-in event it's their first battleground based on a warcraft property like there's this big horde versus alliance rivalry aspect of the entire event and it has real repercussions in terms of the gear you get and other things like you'd feel i i agree with you like it's a weird i've i feel like everybody should be rallying around that thing and pushing that thing like crazy but i don't know maybe they're maybe they're doing just fine i was talking to somebody yesterday and there's like a weird uptick in heroes uh attention lately like you know, my, my, and, speaking of friends list like that's all i'm seeing right now like there's so many people playing heroes yeah like it's doing all right, and it pleases me to see that. Uh, yeah. However, there you go. Warcraft uh, being being weird. Uh, uh, the big thing here, by the way, if you're like me and you're paying so this doesn't affect you, there's a discount on character services. So if you've been not wanting to level a Nightborn and instead want to just change a max level tune, now is the time. Yeah, no, you uh, 25% off, all that stuff. So if you want to switch factions... I'm sick of the alliance. People are saying, "Ah, oh, they're the worst. They just are blue and lame." Then come on over to the red side. We'd say <clears throat> we have a way cooler phrase, and yours is just ripping ours off. So come on over for 25% less dollars. <laughs> um, and that's across all of their character services. This isn't like products or digital um, buys, like uh, mounts or any of that, or pets. We're talking just 
those services. So this is their way of saying, not only welcome back, but hey, also, what if you were on a server with your buddies again? Because they all moved to whatever, and so maybe you all could get together again if you want. Or hey, what about uh, your five friends that all went horde and you're still, you know, some lame dwarf? You want to come over here? And then you can do it for less money. I'm really throwing the alliance under this the uh, bus here. The views of Scott Johnson do not necessarily reflect the views of Garrett. No, they I don't. Think dwarves are cool, or definitely Patrick if he was here. Dwarves know. are cool, man. No, they're all right. Look, of all the alliance character or of all alliance uh, classes, they've always been my favorite. I think. I'm trying to think here. Hold on, dwarves. Night elves are kind of cool. Uh, they're a little derpy, but whatever. So there's that. And then you got, uh, I think, Draenei are cool, uh, sort of. Well, I'll fight you on that. Uh, male Draenei have the lamest running animation in the game. Okay, I'll give you that. They prance. Yeah, They no. prance, and I can't stand it. No, you're right. They stinks, totally do. Because I love the character design of Draenei, but I just don't like their, their run loop. It bothers me. It's so funny. You're like me with this stuff. I don't like, I think Blood Elves are cool until they talk at all. I can't stand their voices. I love them. I love their voice so much. That's like my, I love playing those types of characters in in role play. Like I love being the snooty, like high class jerk. Yeah. And it, but their whole, like the laugh they do, the male laugh, it really does make me want to like pull body parts off and cook them. Oh, Um, you don't like the, (laughs) no, no, I hate it. I hate it. They're cocky bastards. It's like, give me mana. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Ho, ho, ho. I'm in red. That's what's different about me. Anyway, uh, uh, so favorite. there's the deal. You can uh, go do all that stuff this weekend and, I guess, make the most of your return to the world of Warcraft. Uh, also, ooh, now here's some fun. Blizzard has given us their basic plan and preparation for the classic servers. I would recommend not reading the comments because that still, uh, it's like a turd on a stick, that topic, and people like to dive in there and troll so so you're telling me uh that not everyone is happy with uh, blizzard's plans for classic wow i don't want to freak you out but yes (laughs) some people are not happy about the plans or whatever are they ever going to be happy the answer is no just don't read the comments everybody it's really ugly in there i don't know if you've been to a recent q a stream from blizzard but all it is in there is vanilla server yelling, and it's a complete waste of everyone's time. But anyway. Chat off, never scroll all the way down on posts. There you go. That's ne- how I live my life. Yep. Never scroll is my favorite uh, video game that I'm not playing. Never scroll. Uh, let's check this out. The fir- oh, So this is a quote from them. The first and among the most important decisions we had to make uh, was which version of the game to focus on. As many of you have noted, the classic period has two years or was two years long and full of changes. Core features like Battlegrounds were introduced in patches after WoW's original launch. This is true. And class designs similarly changed over time. After careful consideration, we have decided on patch 1.12, Drums of War, as our foundation because it represents the most complete version of the classic experience. Uh, It seems like a good place to start. They say our initial runs exposed a few uh, expected, in parentheses, issues. The game sometimes crashed, didn't recognize our modern video cards, was incompatible with our current login system. The first pass also couldn't support any of our modern security and anti-cheating capabilities. Clearly, we had a lot of work to do to make Classic Wild live up to the Blizzard standard of quality and deliver to the experience players want. That's the main takeaways from the statement part of things. They then get into some real like uh, data porn which I enjoy a lot. I enjoy data porn. <laughs> uh, I think numbers That's are... what's on Scott's web history. <laughs> you open up his Chrome browser and go to the, the oh. control age. That's what you'll see. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, cells and uh, freaking where you insert that into my database, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, we've gone too far. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, they show, so they, they basically show how data was originally set up. And this is fascinating to me. So this is, I'll just read some of this. One classic, or one challenge we faced uh, is that all the classic data in the original format used at launch, they have that data, okay? They have all that stuff so they could, you know, use it in theory. But they say that format changed substantially in the intervening years, which makes sense. Major work needs to be done in this area to make the modern client compatible with the classic data. For example, spells could originally only perform three actions on the spell's target. In table form, it looked like this. And then they give us an example of it. Here, Chad, I'll show you a screenshot. Um, yeah, the, the big thing with this 
with the old school table is that it had basically three columns for the three effects, mm-hmm. uh, but so many spells only had one effect. So there's just all this wasted data on on a on a nothing entry. Yeah, like if you um, so fireball for example, effect one deals damage. Effect two apply aura. Effect three nothing. Aura, nothing. Uh, they 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 have these nothings all over the place. So huge amounts of just dead space in your database. If you're any kind of backend engineer, and I am certainly not, but I know enough about it to know that one thing you want to try to avoid is is empty data because you just you end up searching through things that's wasted, wasted, uh, you know, it's wasted searching power, CPU power, server power, time, blah blah blah, and it adds up, especially in a game like this where a lot of people are applying a fireball to lots of targets at once in a big, huge environment. Um. What is more interesting to me, though, is they limited it to only those three actions on the target. I would never have thought that. That limit seems crazy to me, but I guess it makes sense. And I'm trying to think of an example in Warcraft where I ever did anything where it felt like I was doing four or five things to a a creature or character. Uh, Play a warlock? I guess so. (laughs) Just stack those dots, man. I mean, yeah, but but that ends up being just multiplication of a single effect, right? Like... There's, well, there's, well, I mean, if, like I, I was just playing before the show, and I had four dot, four unique dots rolling on a target. So. Well, you do now, see, because you because the game supports that now. So, like that, and that's one of their main points of this post is they go on to say, okay, well, this is what the new data looks like. They have a lot of sort of separated stuff: fireball and frostbolt. Uh, then they have the spell effect and damage, and no limits on that. So you could, in yeah, theory, yeah. have a hundred effects from something you're doing to a, a creature in a current modern version of the code. Yeah, there's all these individual tables now, as opposed to like one big one kind of across the board. So now there's a name table, there's an effect table, there's an aura table. Right. And they all connect and, you know, this is modern database work at at play, everybody. But the problem is you've got a game from 2004 and 5, which is the era we're talking about, that had very huge, you know, big differences. Huge sweeping changes have happened to the game since then. I like this post for that one major reason. Like, I'm excited to hear how they're going. It's interesting to see what they're choosing to do, what problems they're running into and all that. But what I like about it is it gives some perspective to those who think this is simple. People who are like, well, just set up a server and run it. You guys did it. You have it. Like that kind of thinking, that reductive, like Blizzard has all they need to do to make these classic servers work. And they're ready to go right now and pull the trigger. They just won't because they hate us or something. I hate that. I hate that kind of thinking. So this post is great at that. It's like, look, here are the challenges. Here are the problems. And it's everything from my video. It doesn't work with modern video cards down to whatever. And these are all workable things. They can get to a place where they can do it, but they have to do the work. And it's not just turn it on. So I recommend reading this for the, for that reason. And also for the reason of just see what their direction is. What are their plans? Yeah, I, 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 can, underst- like I, can, I can understand especially if you played on a private server before the kind of frustration of just being like it doesn't need to be perfect just flip the switch i've already played an imperfect version but at the same time i would say clearly you played a blizzard game you know how blizzard works they're not going to do that right just unrealistic that's not how they how they release anything right and and so expecting them to do otherwise is is weird uh and then you got you immediately get into the comments and people are like Make Azeroth great again. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What does it say here? Down. Oh, oh, one. This one guy's super cynical about this. He says, "Here's the six phases he believes will happen to people. You'll download any one of the multiple private vanilla servers. Play about ten levels into it. Realize vanilla is a lot harder slash more difficult than you think. And remember, also extremely linear. Potentially hit level sixty, only to find out it's next to impossible to get into a decent raiding guild." Number five, realize you probably will never complete uh, compete original MC, BWL, NAX, or AQ40. Level six, go back to BFA. I think he's right. I think even after this thing, I mean, he's talking about... I love how you sell him as, as super cynical, and then you're like, I agree with a super cynical it's man. super cynical, and he is very cynical about it. Until we see it, we don't know for sure, but I have the same gut feeling that... that and, and I'm, well, actually, I'm a little bit worried about it because Blizzard doesn't want to make something people won't play. They're not interested in that. If they're going to do the work, it's not just to appease a bunch of trolls. It's, okay, well, if we're committing, we're going to make a thing, and we want it to be good. Well, no matter what it is or what it represents, they want it to be good. So 
if what ends up happening is it's good in terms of its representation of what a classic server was, but people just don't play it because they get in and realize, oh, my nostalgia is greater than my memory, then why are they doing it? I don't know. I, I think this is going to be complicated is all I'm saying. And what end up may, what may end up happening is they may end up making something better than it was before because they can't help it because they're Blizzard and they want to polish stuff until it shines. Uh, and that will still upset people because they're like, well, that's not the classic experience. I want shitty polygons, 4 by 3 aspect ratio, and uh, and terrible lag. Like, or whatever they, it is that they think they want out of a classic server. I'm not sure anyone wants terrible lag. Probably, I, I, probably I agree not. with everything else you brought up. I bet there's someone who wants all the things you mentioned, <laughs> except terrible, terrible lag. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give you that. But, I'll give yeah, you that. I mean, that, that, is the, that is the challenge. Anytime uh, classic WoW gets brought up, that is the biggest challenge. Is that yeah. what... I want from classic and what you want from classic are not the same. I'm sure there are certain things. I'm sure we can make a Venn diagram where there is a center point that includes things we agree on, but there are going to be things in their own separate circles uh, that I want and that you want. Yeah. Plus they're just, they have no choice but to do this the blizzard way. So get used to it, everybody. That's what's going to happen. But I highly recommend reading this because this just, honestly, it gave, I already kind of had this perspective, but I have a greater one now. Because I can, it, I, I like it that they're transparent about it. It's like, all right, well, here are our challenges. Like, it's going to be hard. And here's what we have to do. And and not only are we just telling you that, we're not just giving you a lip service. Here's an example of why this is tricky. Here are three or four other examples of what we're, we've run into already in testing. Like, that's that's what we need for this classic server thing to work is that kind of openness and conversation. There'll always be trolls. There's nothing you do about that. But I think this goes a long way to smooth that over and give people the right expectations and, you know, build to the right and end game, whatever that's going to be for this thing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not too sure what it is. Um, I don't either. But I mean, the, the big news here is that they've decided on a patch. But even then, I'm not even because they didn't go into deep detail. Like my question is, like, I would assume if, we're, if they're using 1.12, yeah. everything that was ever in vanilla is going to be here from the get-go like day one you go roll level one whatever right max ramus is just sitting above strap home waiting for you yeah yeah uh, but but is that is that the case or are, or are they going to do something different are they going to roll the stuff out artificially are they going to gate it just because because right. i mean if they're flicking if they're turning servers on you can't go in with a level 60 character to begin with why not why right. not kind of re recapture the progression of uh of all of the additions to the game it could be fun to say to get a boost with this like if you sign up for this additional thing i I mean that depends we don't know what pricing model or any of that stuff is yet it may just be part of subscriptions which i think is the right thing to do but if they end up charging extra or something maybe give everybody a boost if they want to use it so they can do some end game immediately uh maybe because that's maybe all they care about here i don't know I, i don't know what a lot of players really want here like do they really want levels one through 20 to be arduous and painful maybe I don't know. I remember that being a huge pain in the ass. I hated one through 20. <laughs> I, I think I personally, because of the nostalgia factor and because when I first started playing this game, I was leveling uh, with the person who I ended up marrying. I think we would really enjoy going back and rolling level one night elves in old busted <laughs> Darnassus. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like I said, it's something different to everyone. Yeah, you'll enjoy some of those three or four polygon trees they got there. <laughs> well, those trees are still there. <laughs> That's true. They you, can see, that up. you can just see more of them in the distance because draw <laughs> distance is so much longer. Yeah, we got lucky for all my starting areas, which were mostly Duratar and stuff. Um, I'm lucky in that regard because that stuff is all we got all updated during Cataclysm. So there's there's a somewhat modernization happening in that yeah. area. But like and like the you know the trolls got a whole new starting area of their own originally they would start where the orc started um oh that's so weird to think i'd start a troll on classic that would start in the orc area now that's just freaking weird yeah Yeah, there's just a lot of there's a lot of stuff man i don't know i don't know do you think there's a do you think there's a way to do seasons oh geez like Uh, like what if what what if they you know they they roll out wild classic and uh we all work our way back up the nax and then they open a second server and they're like, all right, this server, every six months, it's going to roll back. You're going to be max level. You're going to lose all your gear and you're going to have to progress all the way back to Nax again. Interesting. Like a Diablo season uh, and then give you reasons like six, why. Six months is probably honestly too short, but. Yeah. If you do that, you'll get some cool gear at the end of it or whatever. Like maybe. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But there's there's different ideas here. This also made me go. I'm feeling super nostalgic today because this news made me go on a, like this rabbit hole deep dive of mm. of researching the the history of the rollout of vanilla patches because mm. I started playing in October of '05, so I missed a, a good amount of the early patches. Yeah. I did not know that things like Moradon and Dire Maul were not in vanilla when it launched. Oh yeah, no. They weren't there. Moradon was like the first major content patch. They, they added a, a level 30 <laughs> five-man dungeon yeah. as a part of it. That's, that seems bananas to me. Yeah, it is bananas. It was, well, at the time it wasn't. It seemed like the right thing to do. But, you know, 40-man raids were a thing. Uh, that that was a huge thing at launch. You could do. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was I was there for that. Like, I remember, I mean, I was I was not high enough level to to do it at the time. But, right. Like, I remember that. But like things like Maradon and Dire Maul, I completely I don't think I ever knew because I didn't start listening to this show even until like AQ40. Yeah, that was around the time. That was around the time things felt like they were done with vanilla or, you know, done with phase one. War- Warcraft was ready for whatever expansion came out. And that was a that was a, actually probably a pretty good entry point for people if they hadn't been there in those early days. But I remember yeah. I played the Friends and Family Alpha in 03, 02 even a little bit. And that stuff was jank. <laughs> like, I mean, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. And there were some really interesting things in there. Like, but the talent system, completely different than what we ended up with, which is all different now anyway. But but the original talent system was bonkers t- different than, than what we ended up with at launch. And a lot of people really don't honestly remember um no pvp at launch like that seemed crazy at the time because this was warcraft remember this was warcraft horde and alliance big armies lots of dudes rts and we were thinking well you got to have that it's warcraft you got to do it and when they didn't launch with it people were pissed and there was a big freak out about it so i don't know it's fun that this is this has done the same thing to me it's pushed me back to remember stuff and to dig back and look at the history of these things and and it's all good. And I'm glad Blizzard's doing it. I'd rather have them do it than some joker on a server I don't trust. So so it's fine. We'll probably yeah, we're, yeah. we're this not going to yeah. I would like and I, whether it's successful or not I'm I, I'm not honestly that interested because it's just something I want to tool around in if nothing else the the kind of game historian in me just wants this to be a thing. Yeah, I do too. So, it's coming. But with whether I'll play it very long, I don't know, but I will definitely get in there. Check it out. I really um, want to raid an original Max. Oh my lord! Can you imagine? I've, I've never done it. I've never done it. I raided oh, the never crap out of it in Lich King, but it's, never, uh, it's really hard. never the original. It's really hard, and it's a forty man. So get ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why those hallways are so wide. That's the thing that bugged me about it when it relaunched when Max showed up in uh, in uh, Dragon Spire or no? Where did where the hell did that hover over? Um, uh, it was in. Uh, Dragon, Dragon Blight. Dragon Blight. Why am I? Oh my God, I'm blanking on the name. Is it Dragon Blight? Dragon Blight, I think. Right, right. Dragon Blight. Now I'm getting nostalgic for that. Uh, but the, but the, but I was <laughs> even when I went into that one, I was like, oh yeah, these hallways are like so stupid big. <laughs> because it used to have to have 40 people, and yes, you can clip through each other, but it, it, you needed room to spread out, and you know, like they were, it was crazy. And then I was running that yeah. with like 10 people. It was like no big deal. And it was, it was like huge spacious rooms with nobody in them. Yeah. Very and, odd. uh, and the textures were, it was funny because the textures didn't hold up because you, we just no. finished leveling through actual, the Lich King, uh, the Northrend, uh, all the zones and they were beautiful for the yeah. time, all brand new, yeah. freshly painted textures. And then you get the next Ramus and it's vanilla textures. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Plus, I never could get over the idea, and I know this was always true, but the idea that that little ziggurat is like the size of a garage, and then you get into it, and it's the biggest thing ever. <laughs> that always bothered me, too. It's just I figured when they would bring it, you know, they're bringing it back for Lich King, they would have addressed that, but they didn't. Yeah, they should have just made it massive. I'll bet they would today. Things were different back then, maybe today. Oh, that'd be, that would be so cool, just blotting out the sky entirely. Yeah, just a giant, like, a, like those flying uh, pyramids from, like, the Stargate movie, just like a big... Ooh, blot yeah. out the sun nightmarish looking freaking ship thing that yeah, one instead it's cool. uh it's freaking doctor who tardis technology <laughs> totally dude you get in it's like a harry potter tent you get in there and it's huge <laughs> inside <laughs> anyway uh so that's the thing and they're working on it so watch for that all right now last week we played a bit of this music uh, i'm gonna play a little bit more here just for funsies all right, so it's the new uh, intro music, which is very reminiscent of uh, the previous intro music. Anyway, uh, the reason I'm playing this, and for some reason the quality on it is garbage, 
Why did it default to not 1080? Okay, there we go. So here you go, chat room. This is uh, the new loading screen, the login screen. We have it. We know what it looks like. And turns out they are also feeling nostalgic at Blizzard and would like to invoke for you, if you will, Warcraft 3. Uh, if you go look at the Warcraft 3 uh, starting menu, or the menu when you first get into the game, it is all, it's this. It's that axe. It's that sword. It's that uh, shield with a bunch of arrows in it. Uh, it's, this is obviously a lot more drawn out and also it's a painting and not a uh, not rendered the way it was in crappy polygon style in the old game but if you're uh, if you go do a direct comparison you will definitely see shadows of warcraft 3 in the in the launcher how do you as a, as someone who appreciates good uh, graphic design and, and illustration garrett how do you feel about them reaching all the way back to the heady days of 2003 to to do this uh, yes, more of this. Uh, just keep it the painting. Just animate it a little more. Make this the screen. Thank you. It's cool, right? I dig it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Warcraft 3 is where I got on board. Before Warcraft 3, the first Blizzard game I had played was StarCraft on the N64, which made me never play an RTS again until Warcraft 3. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was so terrible. Yeah. Uh, and the Diablo 2 demo, because I, I didn't have my own computer uh, until my late teen years. Yeah. Uh, so Warcraft 3 was where I got on board. And, uh, so I have a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, you have this. you have feelings. I get it. Yeah, that's I got, uh, I got big feels. Is that Lorder on back there? I think it is, right? That's supposed. I'm to not. Be? I don't have it up in front of me at the moment, so I Ch can't tell you. Let me just. I'm just gonna go to chat room. You drop can a link. tell me, right? It's in the uh, uh, show notes there. That uh, oh, there. Oh, you got okay. I was. I saw a YouTube link and yeah, that's the one. So chat room. That I think that's Lorder on. Do you guys agree? And if you oh, that's totally Lorder on. Okay. Okay, and that makes yeah. sense because this is all part of that. Uh, you know. That's where the big fight happens. Yeah, because the first time we log in after we after the game launches, we're going to see that that sweet ass cinematic again, and we're all going to watch it. it. Doesn't matter how many times we've seen it because yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's and great. Then, uh, of course we are. Go here. Of course we are. I'm not doing anything but that until I, you know, it's the first thing I'll do is watch that damn thing again. Uh, why is the sky yellow? I'm, it's probably just sky, right? There's not something special about that. I'm not supposed to take something from why the sky is all yellow and making a circle, right? In that image, uh, I would assume uh, just stylistic or well, I don't know. Anduin also kind of calls down a big beam of light. Oh, it's possible. Uh -huh. Yeah, could be reflective of that, or maybe there's a, a big fire flame. This is where it fires out of and goes and burns down all of Tel Ted uh, Tedrasil, Tel Destril. And the I, I would uh, I would uh, get too heady and say that uh, <laughs> Warcraft uh, there's there's always a little bit of hope. There's yeah. always a little bit of hope in all of the violence in Warcraft. Yeah. A little hope in Warcraft goes a long way. Uh, all right, so that's a cool thing. I'm really into that. If you would like to see what happens to your artifact weapon in World of Warcraft and would like to be spoiled, you can do it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I did watch it. Uh, it's a quest chain. <clears throat> that culminates in you getting rid of your artifact weapon. This is all part of the, uh, it'll hit when, you know, the game comes out. But it's on the PTR now. It is minus VO work. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff you got to talk to Magni about. And he's gesticulating in the video like he's talking to you, but there ain't no sound. <laughs> so I think they're just not done. It's placeholder for now. Uh, but uh, you go through, I'll just say, a process to retire your artifact weapon. That's not a spoiler. That's a well-known. We knew that was coming. It was just what form would it be. And uh, I'll let people find out for themselves. The video is up on YouTube if you want to see it. Um, I'm, I usually, I don't care about spoilers so much unless they're, well, it depends on the kind of spoiler. This is, to me is not a big deal, so it was no big deal for me to see it. Yeah, I, th but, I think uh, this uh, in-game cinematic was actually leaked quite a while ago. It's just that now the quest line is actually playable. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't know the the cinematic was out there. Maybe um, maybe the VO is... The only you have is, is fresh. It's very new. Oh, it is um, new. Okay, so they still don't I, have VO. I feel like this, this, I've seen this a video very similar to this a while back. Yeah. But um, yeah, be. now you can play through it. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to spoil it either. I don't know how to, <laughs> what else to say without spoiling it. But it's uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah. And I'm I'm personally uh, very ready to be done with my artifact. Here, here's we here's what we know for sure. It involves Magni Bronzebeard and your weapon. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> he's there and he's gesticulating. <laughs> I now want gesticulating he's as just, a title in World of Warcraft. He's just doing this. Like he's got stuff to say. He's throwing his hands around, but nothing's coming out because he's a diamond man. All right. That's not a spoiler to say that, is it? It's it, an it, it would technically be one, but it's 
been years now it's since old he's news been a diamond man yeah <laughs> he's di- he got diamond uh well done he's in diamond uh tier now well done all right what else oh they're overhauling pvp progression now this we knew but we've got details uh some of the more important ones are our new ranks and what levels you need to be to be them if you want to be a combatant you'll need to be 1400 to 1599 uh ranked after however long you play to be a challenger 1600 to 1799 then there's rival 1800 to 2099 duelist 2100 to 2399 and if you want to be truly the best in the world or of warcraft gladiator 2400 plus boom uh but tell me you unlock it are you not entertained emote i doubt it i want you to and everything you say is good but i i I doubt it yeah this is uh this is cool because it it sounds like from from what they explain here that this is going to be happening in in real time you're not going to be doing all of this all of you know all of this pvp and at the end of the season they're going to calculate it and then you get your title assigned you're going to be able to see these numbers again sounds like from what they're saying here yeah. uh, progress in real time more like every other blizzard game we play yeah where we yeah go up and rank yeah this uh this idea that you got to wait till the end to to see it i mean i know i know that's how it works with like in hearthstone you don't get your your chest and your stuff and your whatever you may win that season um if you you know until the end but you at least know your progress right like you can see more about where you're going and how you're doing and what your current rank is and blah 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 i feel like this brings a bit of that to this because you're still going to get rewards at the end but you just have a better feel for progression during the real like you said real-time progression knowledge i guess yeah i mean they, they use the term bracket right you know, in referring to these um so if you replace this with silver you know gold diamond master etc you know kind of in the same wheelhouse as other games we play yep they've got um uh participation rewards as well as you know skill rewards that's good for me because i i'm really just a participation guy when it comes to pvp because i'm terrible (laughs) you love your participation trophy i do it's very uh (laughs) it's like you i I was like when i was in my t-ball team when i was a kid everybody got a trophy regardless of how you did um, but anyway, that's the thing. And uh, it's cool. This is a great post. Um, speaking of comments, the comments are nothing but positive here. People are stoked about uh, the changes coming to PvP. So if you're into WoW PvP and you want to know about the new currency or the returning currency, I should say, how gear is going to work now, all that kind of stuff, uh, should be excited. And uh, once again, Brian Holinka, former head of the PvP team at WoW, says that he thinks these changes are amazing. I don't know what we should put into that, but I like Brian and I trust his opinion. So there's that. I haven't been heavily into WoW PvP in, uh, basically since Heroes came out. Yeah, um, same. But this, this, I don't see anything I take issue with here. This all looks like positive changes. Um, also, can I get this adorable lizard that's uh, shown under Participation Matters? Because he is a good, good boy, and I need him. Uh, it doesn't say whether the human doesn't make it clear whether he's a thing. I don't know if he's supposed to be the pet of that hunter standing there or not, or what the deal is. But um, maybe you can get your own I, lizard. I, I just, I just want him. He's adorable. Yeah, you know what stinks? Lizard pee. Have you ever had a real lizard? <laughs> dude no but we recently had a snake in our house and it crapped all over the place yeah snakes lizards uh amphibians in general they they have this worst pee it's horrible pee and poo (laughs) but really it's the pee that'll get you so be careful if you've got a lizard don't let him run free like playing with him on the on the carpet or whatever because he will pee and then he will ruin your millennium it's so bad I love that this is where uh, a possible pet in World of Warcraft's conversation went. I love it. Well, you know, I'm here to help people be aware of these things so that they're not... Uh, help people with their pee problem. Exactly. All right. He's got a note for... Here's an update from Patrick. <laughs> here he is. He says, hmm, things aren't going well. Don't think I can make it. Sorry. That means the baby... He got like three hours of sleep last night. He's got a baby. We all knew that. He had the initial like, oh, the baby cries a lot. Okay. Blah, blah. And then that passes. Now he's at growth spurt stage. And some kids, why they don't like that? Because it makes their bones hurt and like uh, their little legs like ache because they're growing so fast or whatever. Or they get teething because they're starting to get teeth in. So he's just getting started. Woo! They are growing bones at an alarming rate. It hurts. <laughs> it does hurt. 
it hurts me to think about it. Now, some kids just kind of chill through it because they got a higher tolerance to pain. But because Patrick's a French wimp, and uh, why wouldn't he have a little weenie kid, too? You know what I mean? Like, it just makes sense that hereditarily the kid would also be a little weenie. That's all I'm trying to say. That's so mean. Ah, pity. This is my relationship with Patrick. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's, oh, oh uh, hey, Audible, audible.com. I got to talk about Audible real quick. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Christy Golden's book, Before the Storm, the World of Warcraft book, is in the uh, New York Times top 10 bestseller list right now. That's awesome. Uh, here's a sample of it. Pieces of equipment clanking perilously against one another. I hate sand, he continued. I hate the sun. And oh boy, do I really, really hate bugs. <laughs> uh, the voice of Anduin uh, Rin, which is that, uh, that's the dude. His name is uh, Josh Keaton. He's in there. Uh, anyway, that got me all excited to talk about Audible today because audiobooks are great for helping you be a better you. Did you know that? It's not all just about entertainment and, you know, listening to wow books. Uh, for our audience, Audible is offering a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Just go to audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Download a free title and start listening. It's really that easy. Uh, listening is a better way to binge on the content <clears throat> that you love while doing things this summer. You out there jogging? You need to listen to a little Christy Golden business. It's my thinking. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. Would let you fill your summer with more stories like that one. Oh man, you know you're gonna like that one, right? Uh, get it. It's right now. It's on the top ten. It's in the top ten. New York Times bestsellers. Boom, right there. Audiobook read by Andwin himself. Audible helps you listen to more books. By letting you switch seamlessly between devices, uh, pick it up wherever you left off. So if it's on your phone, great. It's in your car, great. It's on your tablet or on your Amazon Echo or your, uh, your Kindle, whatever. It's all there. So uh, here's what I want you to do. Get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash wow. Or you can text wow to 500-500. That's audible.com slash wow. Or text wow to 500-500. All right, speaking of what's going on around Blizzard that isn't World of Warcraft, let's talk about Alterac Pass and Heroes for a minute. I think it's really cool. I've only done a couple of runs. My only complaint is it doesn't show up enough. Um, yeah. I've played like 20 games or 15 games, 18 games, something like that, and, and it's come up twice, so that bums me out. But uh, it and is... I played about 15 this week. I played it once. Yeah, so I don't know what that ratio is about. It's really weird because they've also limited the map pool and it still doesn't seem to improve my chances of getting it. However, I really like it a lot, and especially the second time, because then I realized, you know, I kind of knew what I needed to do more the second time. I'd seen the videos, but you need to play these things. And um, it's got such a great Warcraft vibe, those sounds it makes, like all that stuff. Pure awesome. I love it. Uh, anything you'd change? Anything you don't like? Do you like do you like that the core is a dude now? You got a dude instead of a core. I like the I love that the dude is a or the core is a dude or the dude is a core. Whatever. I love that. Um I think the objective is too strong. Yeah. I, I think the lane pushing uh Calvary, they're just a little too overtuned right now. Ah, well they can tweak um, that. That can get better. Because we don't want was, another out we don't want another Braxis holdout where everything's snowballed all the time, so I yeah, agree. it's a little. It feels a little snowbally yeah. um, because of much. Well, Braxis, at least you can get a, a partial, but even then, it's not as as big. But this one has you can't get partial credit. Like yeah. if you get ninety nine percent of the way there on the channeling, and the other team wins, you get nothing. Right. Um. This is so scary. because of that, it's 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 pretty it's pretty damn strong. They 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 move so quick. And then Kyle brought up a good point uh, on Into the Nexus that uh, he thinks the the versions of catapults, which are gnolls in this uh, yeah. in this battleground. Are too strong because the 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 cap the, the generals um, so the core the core dudes yeah uh, they get really hung up on the new catapults and the catapults take I think seventy five percent less damage from structures yeah uh, so the generals aren't attacking the players which are doing the most damage to the generals and they're also not killing the catapults fast enough so it's just uh, the generals seem, the generals seem a little undertuned and the objective cavalry seems a little overtuned but overall I love this map. Yeah, just um, some tuning is all we need. A little tuning. Yeah. 
they'll get yeah, there. Yeah, the, the fighting around the objective, the, the just the kill pits they become are so much fun. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's really good. It's a great, great new map after the relative fiasco that was uh, Hanamura, which is still in rework mode. But uh, anyway, yeah. it's very cool. Hearthstone, what's going on over there? Cards Nothing new. Nothing? Go play your Tyrants of Time. It's still up and it's still really fun. Play Arena. That's still up there then. I didn't know that. It yeah, was... it's going for at least another week, I think. I forget the exact date when it ends. But I got it's... distracted and I meant to play it and try it. Because I got the, you know, they give you that free ticket. Uh, if You, you, go you should really play it. The cards that they added um, are rad. Okay. I like rad cards. Yeah, over I, I believe over 20 new cards um, were added just for Arena. I grew up in the 80s. I like all things that are rad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Overwatch is teasing something. I was hoping Patrick would be here because I know he's got some thoughts on this. But they are teasing with a new little video what appears to be possibly both uh, both things you would expect from a game like this. A new hero and a new map. Um, but mostly new hero. And let's see. They're calling him... There's a name here. Hold on a second. Uh, here we go. Uh, Overwatch posted a very short teaser video featuring a brick wall covered in graffiti. Painting of Lucio is clearly visible, and there appear to be conflicting messages about the robotic Omnic characters, such as Zenyatta. One piece of graffiti says no bots, while the other appears to be a poster advocating for equal rights for the robots. Um, dip, 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 dip. Okay, let's see. Fascinating. Something, something. Oh, the character they're talking about is the small monkey that's shown there. Uh, the character's name is Hammond. I don't know who this is. But it's uh, one of the Horizon Lunar Colony apes that they worked on. So uh, sort of relative to, what's his name, to, to Winston. Uh, I don't mean related, but like another monkey that was tested and made smart or whatever. Uh, so we don't know. But uh, he may be a new hero and they are not saying. So as usual, very tight-lipped and very teasy and, and whatever. I uh, hope it's evil Winston with like a goatee. Yeah, dude. Or what I wish this video was was a poster that said "100 junk rats enter, one leaves." That's what I want. Get your battle royale on. Is the Fortnite's eating all your lunches? Om nom nom nom. Get in there and compete, damn it, with this. I don't know how, but just do something. Anyway. Yeah, there was um there was an update to the Lunar Colony map, I believe, as well that had like a, a specimen eight uh, samples showing up with little like monkey footprints and whatnot. Ah. I'll bet Those are like, the kind of pieces I love when they just add little random Easter eggs. I do the, like that. Yeah. I'll bet you money. Here, here's here's my prediction. Specimen eight will be this this Hammond uh, monkey or ape or whatever, but it'll be all gone wrong. It'll be like uh, what's it'll be it like Congo. Yes, it'll be like Congo or or even uh, take it out of the monkey example. Like uh, what's a good example of this? There's like an Alien Four. There were those big um, containers full of of Ripley's gone wrong. Ripley's gone wrong. Yeah, it was like all <laughs> twisted and jacked up and stuff. So that's what's in the gonna be, and it probably won't be like that, but it'll be like he's mad and angry and not a nice guy. Uh, whereas Winston's like the nicest guy ever. So it'll be something like that. Anyway, yeah. if you're looking for more apes, boy, have I got good news for you. Also, Diablo Four Season Fourteen is on, and the big thing around this one is double the goblin encounters. So every time you find a treasure goblin of some sort, doesn't matter what kind they are. They will double them, and that means if you run into those uh, blue squishy ones that break up into smaller goblins, you will now get two of those, which means exponential tiny goblins come out of that scenario, and if you kill them all, you are making multiple trips back to town to sell stuff. It's going to be amazing. Um, I like that they're doing that, but you know, it's another season. If you're not into that, probably not into that, but I'm still still playing quite a bit of Diablo 3. I'm mostly focused on just like an old school wizard and working through uh, paragon levels and hoping for a diablo 4 announcement that's really where i'm at with that game that's i think that's what it's going to take because i'm now with uh, draenor flying unlocked i am just on an alt frenzy in yeah. world of warcraft so i'm not going to play any diablo anytime soon yeah that's good though you're doing that like right now this is actually a really good tip here's a good tip everybody what garrett is doing you go unlock that stuff suddenly warcraft becomes way more interesting in this weird period between now and August. You got shit to do because you unlock flying and suddenly you can alt like a banana time, right? So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I've always I've always had these I always kind of enjoy the the, the quiet period right before an expansion cuz I always get in and I set my own goals and I just kind of tick off all these other all these other boxes cuz I just came off like a, a bit of a of a wild burnout. Um 
So now I'm like, sweet, I'm going to dust it. I just got my uh, first tune ever uh, up to Legion level. So oh, very, very nice. Very excited about that. Very nice. I poked my head. I said this last week, but I poked my head into Guild Wars 2 for a minute. And um, there are things that game does I wish WoW would do. Some of the stuff WoW did pick up and start doing. Um, a couple of ideas I think came from that. And some of the scaling stuff was there in that game at launch. But there are still, like, I would rather play... There are days where I go, man, I'd really like to play World of Warcraft, but the way that Guild Wars 2 plays, like, moment to moment, is kind of my favorite way an MMO plays moment to moment right now. And Warcraft feels like a game that was that hasn't changed that too much. It's just, you know, cooldowns. It's your action bars, you know. You don't really have a lot of mobility. You sort of just stand there and cast your thing. It's fine. I just kind of wish that stuff would... I, this is wishing for wishing's sake. There's no reason they're ever going to do this, but I kind of wish that stuff would get more modern, but we'll see. Uh, Guild Wars the, is still yeah. tab targeting, though, isn't it? Right? It, uh, I haven't played it, Guild Wars 2 in a long time. It is, but also if you if you just enter a space and there's a creature in your vicinity and you hit your attack button, you you just auto-attack them um, mm. from range or whatever. Um, but there's just a lot more mobility with it. Everything is you can move while you do it. Uh, no matter what character you are, I I like the just more action oriented focus of it. It's 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 a pretty cool game. Uh, as as MMOs go, it's it's probably still remains second for me, behind World of Warcraft, uh, in terms of you know what's a good alternative MMO out there. I think ESO is really strong as well, and it sits right there behind that. Probably beyond that, I I don't know how things are going with Star Wars or some of that other stuff. Have you checked in there lately? Because you know you and I uh, were both were big on that for a while, but. I haven't. I'm. I'm really itching. Um. That's. I. I haven't played a second MMO in a very long time. I don't think since the beta for ESO, and it didn't do anything for me. So. Um. Yeah. For me, Tor is the second MMO. I just haven't played any other MMOs in a long time. Yeah. The beta for ESO was rough. The actual game, as it stands now, is pretty strong. But. Anyway. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, it's interesting to see how that market. And they're all apparently all of the games I just mentioned, including, Star Wars: The Old Republic. They're all making money like they're all doing well in in a world where no one thought anything but warcraft and that, that doesn't even count like final fantasy 14 that's still doing well and they're a subscription-based game and they're doing great like there's there's room for others in this market it turns out but warcraft continues to sort of make them all look small <laughs> yeah they just had to evolve like wow had to change the least to right. be profitable right whereas uh everyone else kind of had to they had to come up with new methods and i mean both Guild Wars 2 and, and, and ESO are the same model. You buy the game, you buy your expansions if you want them, um, but you play the game and you don't pay a monthly fee. There's stuff you could spend money on if you wanted to, but it's all cosmetic. Uh, it's like Path of Exile. It's like, you know, any of those. I think yeah. that's turned out pretty good for a lot of these companies, you know. Turns out cosmetics was a way bigger deal than people thought they were going to be. I, you know, I go back in my head to the heady days of 2008 when everyone freaked out because... Bethesda wants you to pay three bucks for horse armor in uh, Oblivion. I saw you tweet about that the other day, and I hadn't thought about that since it happened. Yeah, and uh, the 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 stark contrast <laughs> of that versus where we have ended up. Yeah, all my kids do right now is pine for skins in Fortnite. That's all they want, and and how do they get those battle passes and spending little micro like everyone's doing it now. And it's permeated the gaming space in a way that maybe mobile pushed it further. I don't know. But the point is that we used to freak about that stuff. And now it's just like no big deal. It 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 didn't work for me for the longest time. Yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. And it but all, apparently all it took was for me to get really invested in a game that worked off of cosmetics. Because the, with the Alterac and the Warcraft event in Heroes of the Storm right now, yeah. I, have, I, I spent money, actual money on skins for the first time in forever so in that I. game. So uh, the last the last time was the the Kel'Thuzad event because it was Warcraft skins. I have to have all my Warcraft skins in yeah. Heroes of the Storm, and it's because I care about that game. Yeah, and they look really good. This latest round of stuff, the Horde and Alliance. Stuff uh, is really I, good. I bought the Johanna bundle just because that that Warsong Commander uh, so good. skin is the it, the illustration for that, which has been a Hearthstone card and I believe also a card in the TCG, is mm -hmm. one of my favorite Warcraft illustrations ever. My favorite thing is that uh, Junkrat skin. It's amazing. Oh, it's so good goblin it's running so a good. junk rap mech basically so good uh all right well that's gonna do it for that how about some of this whoops i lost my place hold on there it is here ye 
hear ye? Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, time for town crier, where you email us your messages at theinstance at gmail.com, theinstance at gmail.com. You can also use the contact link on the website at theinstance.net. It's up to you. You can use whatever you want. Corey wrote in from Indiana and said, I had a million dollar idea. So now we're about to put it out in the world and let someone else make the money, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Blizzard. Says, uh, instead of making Warcraft 4 another RTS, since the genre, genre is sort of dying, turn Warcraft into a tactics game. It's proven that it's popular enough uh, genre with games like Fire Emblem and XCOM, and it's something new they haven't done before. Thoughts? Thanks for all you guys do. Corey from Indiana. P.S. I mentioned this uh, thought to a friend. He said, no, they should do that with Overwatch IP. Um, I mean, yeah, whatever. Let's actually just pontificate for a moment about what we think that MMORTS thing they're working on for mobile might actually be. We don't know much else about it except it's being worked on at Blizzard. I, that's what I want it to be. I want this to be a turn-based, tactics-driven... Warcraft would be great. I, Overwatch would be great. Any of those, actually, any of it, any of the IPs would be fine with me. Um, Starcraft would be really cool, actually. Starcraft is the one I would want. Yeah, actually, yes, that's what I'm going to say. I think Starcraft <laughs> is your better is your better thing for that. But make that game. I mean, yes, there's all the usual misgivings, like, well, if it's mobile, it's going to be me. like, okay, forget about that for a minute. Just remember, Blizzard's making a thing. They tend to make good things in their free to play market. They do well. Uh, Hearthstone's proven they can do it. Um, I, I wouldn't mind it being on desktop as well, and maybe they will. I don't know. But a tactics game set in the StarCraft universe would be a dream come true. I would love, love, love that. A mobile and Switch, please. Yeah, mobile, Switch, and PC. Put it on the launcher or something. StarCraft uh, yeah. Tactics. Uh, that's a, It's a simple name even. T uh, tactical overdrive whatever you want to call it i don't care just make I really it find uh, a warcraft 4 extremely unlikely i think if we're ever going to get any non world of warcraft warcraft things can be set in timelines we've already been in just with maybe characters we haven't spent a lot of time with or, or things that happened off screen right I agree. Uh, sitting in the chat says RTS is coming back. I don't know where you're getting your info from, but traditional RTS is not. Not in a big way. Not AAA style. Like, you're seeing weird little indie efforts and things like that that are kind of cool. But they're also all doing things very differently. Like, they're changing up the formula in a way that I'm not sure you could with, with Warcraft 4. So, I don't know that it's viable for them from... <laughs> Whatever. They'll sell a bunch of copies. There's no question. This is Blizzard and it would be a big deal. But is it big enough for what they would expect from themselves? I right, know. right. That's a that's where I would land on the RTS uh, conversation, which is it's not dying. It's not dead. It's just it's it's become niche. Right. Uh, it's, I would say it's niche in a way like, uh, you know, the same way like playing Warhammer, like tabletop Warhammer is niche. It's mm -hmm. not dead. It is just not to the level of something like blizzard is used to or where blizzard has ended up right so i just like other folks are making rts's right now there's great rts's you can go and play that are new oh. uh, i just don't think we're going to see a new rts from blizzard possibly ever which yeah. is weird it's but. weird to say it because it's so much of their dna but i agree i don't think um unless something drastic happens in the market the time for them to, to that revival already happened it was called starcraft 2 wings of liberty and it came out in 2010 and it did what it needed to do but the long tail is just not there or the long tail turns out was in was in mobas and yeah you could say well look how important warcraft 3 was to creating mobas absolutely that thing started as a mod and is still played and that's where you got dota and everything else so so there's no doubt about its lineage it's just as as it stands right now i just don't think that's a genre that that is a big huge mainstream one there's room for 50 of these on on steam and they could all do great i'm not saying that but as a yeah. marquee title like overwatch hearthstone warcraft you know diablo level boom kind of thing they're not doing that anymore i uh i want i want a civilization type game set in the starcraft oh, universe dude. that's what i want that's i want big like tile-based board game between planets Starcraft. Game. Shut up. That's a great idea. I would 
play the shit out of that. That's what I really Fuck. wanted. I wanted Civ. What was the name of that thing? They did uh, between five and six. <laughs> Civ? Just Civ. No, it was Civ something. It was set in space. It was basically like a spiritual successor to the Alpha Centauri game. Uh, anyway, I can't remember the name of it. What was that called? Oh, Chapman, God. Um, Beyond Earth? Beyond or Beyond. Civilization Beyond Earth? I think that might be it. I think it was Beyond Earth. Uh, they didn't. I'm Googling it. It's Beyond Earth. The problem with that game right. is it was it, it it was basically Civilization with a new skin, but then a lot of stuff you can't relate to. Like, oh, there's blobulous horse buckets in the swamps of the Zebulon Ten. Like, none of that is things you know. Whereas it's Civilization, a little too generic. right? In Civilization, you're like, oh, um, there are horses and chariots at our gates. Well, we know what that means, right? So you you relate to it in a way that makes it more epic. That just felt like generic space world. Um, they and it was so it was mediocre as a result. I agree with the chat on that. StarCraft, though, <laughs> they have all they need to do something like this, and and it keeps the turn base that I want, right? So, you're talking a turn based strategy title in the vein of civilization that's close enough to a tactics game for me. I'm all in, totally in. Let's do it. Let me uh, let me really micromanage my cities though. Because like I want to, because all I ever wanted to do when I first started playing StarCraft is uh, make the most perfect field of supply depots you've ever seen. And you know, no one got time for that in an actual PvP game of StarCraft. So right. let me get into my city and right. really perfectly place everything. What if? Okay, I got another one for you. City builders are popular still. People are into it. Like that cities. Was that anyway? That Steam one everyone loves. Well, uh, Jurassic Jurassic World Evolution just came out, and I I'm just I'm just sitting here shaking because I want it so bad, but I haven't had the time, so I haven't pulled the trigger on the on I, the. On I hear buying that, it. I hear it's good. I hear it's real good. Oh, um, the reviews are fantastic. Yeah, Corey. yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's a perfect world for that. Too bad the movie this latest movie's a well. You probably like it anyway because you like Jurassic Park, but. I hear it uh, but his, Jurassic World is very unique in that uh, it's the worst movie that I enjoy. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. It's so bad. I love like, that. I don't know who wrote that script. <laughs> Anyone could do a better job. Yeah, um, but you still. But enjoy I it. still will put it on, pop some popcorn, and have fun. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's like the first Transformers for me. I'm like, could this be better? Yes. Am I entertained? Also, yes. Yeah. There's a cup. I. It's hard to argue with that. That's Pacific Rim for a lot of people. Oh, someone said that in there. Yeah, Pacific Rim. <laughs> I, I, I will go to bat for Pacific Rim. I just think it's good, period. Sure. Okay, City Skylines <laughs> is the one I'm thinking. City Skylines from Paradox is really good city builder. What if you could do a StarCraft-based city builder where that's the whole idea? You are doing supply depots very carefully. Uh, you are managing how your layouts of your of your compounds and your cities go. Like I would play that. It's one thing I always liked about uh, Warcraft, or even like um, uh, there there were times where I'd play uh, Age of Empires two, and I would put the I would have one computer opponent put on the easiest level possible, and then I would crank my money up to the highest. What I was trying to do is create so much diversity for me versus the opponent that he would just leave me alone. And I could just build rad cities and cool walls and and awesome towers everywhere, and just make a city builder out of it. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. I'd, I'd cheat in SimCity just so I could have ridiculous cities. I would cheat in The Sims just because I wanted to build giant ridiculous houses. Yeah, heck yeah, um, dude. Oh my gosh, uh, there's just something in my brain. I just like I just like building. And then I and then I uh, just too old when Minecraft came out because I downloaded it and uh, an entire day went by and I was terrified and uninstalled it. There you go. Yep. Lost the whole day. Someone uh there's Brer Claw says I'd love to see a 4X StarCraft Masters of Orion style. Yes, that'd be cool. Mm. Um I would Warcraft Warcraft wise I want I want a single player Skyrim level kind of experience. Yeah, no just a Warcraft RPG would be Yeah. God, be so into that. would be amazing. I want a big epic Star Warcraft RPG that is not an MMO. Like go the opposite direction. Bethesda did. Bethesda makes these amazing Elder Scrolls games, and then they make an MMO about it. Just now, you got your MMO. Let's make a single-player, really cool, epic thing. They're probably not going to do it. This isn't Blizzard's way, but I want one. Oh my god, make it like make it a little smaller so that maybe this is feasible, and and like set it when orcs come to Azeroth, and mm -hmm. you can play. There's an alliance campaign. There's a horde campaign. Uh, yeah, man. Let me pick pick a side, even in. if there's not a lot of. Uh, 
choices for races. Yeah. I would, I would love to These be are, able to play through an RPG on either side of that conflict. These are great ideas. If you have your own ideas and you want to send them into the show, you can. The instance at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. That same old address we've had for, I don't know, 14 years or something. The instance at gmail.com and theinstance.net where you can send your comments as well. You can also leave comments on the show posts that we're putting there and everything else. I guess going to do it for the show. Uh, good luck to Patrick and his breastfeeding or whatever he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, anyone in the chat who thinks I'm actually being mean to Patrick, you don't understand our relationship. This is how Patrick and I behave. It's fun. We have a good time. It's self-effacing and we goof around with each other and nobody means anything. So keep your emails for yourselves. Okay. <laughs> uh, Garrett, anything this week people should know about from your neck of the woods? Oh, yeah, there's always a fresh uh, episode of The Anger Chicken if you want to get up to date on Hearthstone. We talked a lot about uh, Taverns of Time, about the recent esports events. We, we uh, went, did a deep dive on the new Recruit Hunter deck, which if you have not tried it out, it is bananas. Mm. Uh, so go listen to the most recent episode of The Anger Chicken. And last night, we just did a fresh episode of Into the Nexus uh, where we talked a lot about Alterac Pass. Very so nice. Check those out. I love it. Uh... You can also find more shows like this at frogpants.com, everybody. And um, Angry Chicken's also on the mega feed. So that's another way to get it. If you're, if you're like, hey, I already get the mega feed. Well, sweet. You're already getting uh, the Angry Chicken plus all this other great stuff. Th th that it is. And yeah. I, I kind of accidentally created uh, an A-Move mega feed now. There's now an A-Move mega feed. Oh, great. You can get them all. Just have it. Uh, get it all. Let's have redundant shows everywhere. I don't have a problem with that. I think that's great. <laughs> Well, if you, listen, if you get the Frog Pants Mega Feed and you get the A-Move Mega Feed, you're covered. Yeah. The only thing that really everything. the only thing that really sucks is um, Stitcher, but we won't get into that today. Oh. I know. It's, it's the devil's Once anus. Once a month. Once a month. I still get the, why aren't you on Stitcher? And okay. I'm just like, because they're the worst service ever and you should use literally anything else. Yeah. And there's a thousand other better options. And even those, even though I have shows up there and they quit updating them for some reason, I don't know why. I don't control it. I have to explain to everybody. I don't have any control over it. They're weird. They come out, they lift our content, they add ads to it and reduce the quality and then put it on their service without talking to anybody. And, and so, then they break, yeah, and so then the feed breaks over. The, every other podcatcher you can use pulls directly from our feed that we manage, that we control. Stitcher downloads our MP3s, rehosts it so we don't even get the stats, yeah. sell their own ads, yeah. make it sound like crap, and then they break the feed for six months. And they put them in late. They don't get them every day or the day that they're supposed to be up. You guys get them immediately from us. I don't know why people are using Stitcher. I think they're just fooled into thinking Stitcher's good at something. I don't understand it's, it. It's very slick. It's very well-designed UI. Uh like I get it. It's it's just easy if you don't uh, if you if you're new to the kind of RSS feed game. Stitcher Stitcher makes it really easy. They have a good product when it works. The problem is that when it breaks, the creators have nothing to, to they can't fix it. I can't do a thing about it, and I get these questions all the time. And they just stopped updating T TMS probably because it's hard. It's a daily show. I'm yeah, already uh, doing the work, <laughs> so get it off your find another player. Use Overcast. Use Downcast. Use Pocket Cast. Android, iOS, it doesn't matter. Everybody's got apps. They're all awesome. They're great desktop solutions. Like, it's all good. Don't need them. Yeah. Yeah, they, they broke TAC for six months, and then towards the end of that, ITN broke for like a month, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, I just pulled everything off, so yeah, I'm not just, on Stitcher anymore. Yeah, and it's and yeah, I now have a canned response that I copy and paste and send people because I'm sick of it. <laughs> I've thought about putting up a page on AMove, like AMove.tv slash Stitcher <laughs> that just explains why we're not on Stitcher. <laughs> It's such a weird thing. It's counterintuitive. It goes against the whole point of how podcasts work. So anyway, my rant is yep. complete. Uh, thank you all for listening. That's going to do it for us. Like I said earlier, theinstance.net is our website. You can find uh, everything else you might need at frogpants.com. Follow Garrett on Twitter at Garrett Art. Follow me at Scott Johnson, not Patrick. And when Terpster's here, which has been rare lately, the underscore T. He'll be back. Don't worry, everybody. He'll be back. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.